0: All spooky and gay Spooky and gay Spooky and gay With girlfriend Jay That Someone turned on Your manic button <laughs> Fuck <laughs> oh, At least
1: not depressed
0: <laughs> <laughs> No they turned that Button on for me Oh no Ah <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck uh, Did we watch a movie? Uh, I, I don't know I think I, I think know. someone Just slipped us acid we had a bad trip. Oh man,
1: parts of it were good. There was definitely good moments in that trip. I
0: mean, yes, but no. It, <laughs> but, it's yes, but but also no, but yes.
1: I mean, we we took the scenic route, but I don't <laughs> think we ended up somewhere great. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! Um, so it's fall. It's we, fall. We fucking made it. It like it's no longer this bullshit like eighty degree occasionally summer shit. It's gray and miserable outside, <laughs> uh, which. Personally, I'm pretty happy about the, the, right. the temperature.
0: Oh, uh, I mean, th- by the time you're listening to this, Halloween has passed. Uh, and I'm sorry for uh,
1: yeah, your... I'm sorry it sucks this year.
0: Yeah. Like, uh I don't know. I think that we are probably going to have a good time. We're having, like, a very small uh, board get,
1: game. Yeah, board game get together.
0: I yeah. think we're going to
1: have six people fucking total. It's yeah. Like, uh, it's like... It's as much as we can do... It's just disappointing to compare it to last year. Because yeah. Sam and I last year had, like, a big thing. Mm-hmm. And we were really getting into hosting. And we just haven't been able to do any of that shit. Yeah. Because uh, some people have to go to big parties and oh. be general, just ignorant.
0: I work in the public. Huh. Uh, here is a actual thing that happened at work yesterday. Uh, we have, like, a thing set up. There's, like, literally... A desk worth of space that you can get in that Mm -hmm. is blocked with a rolly cart with a sign on it that says, please wait here. An employee will be at your assistance in a moment.
1: Oh, that sounds like an obstacle to hop over to me.
0: Uh, I haven't had any hops, uh, but an employee of mine while I was on break yesterday uh, went over the whole thing. These people came up, no masks. And they're like, just you know, we'll have to do masks. They're like, I'm not going to wear masks. We can do an uh, interaction right here. Let me know what you want. I'll get it. We'll check out here with a card um they said we just want two certain items i'm not Mm -hmm. giving away where i work um and they went to go and get those items and as they were grabbing them one of the people who didn't wear a mask just came in to the store and started asking about a product immediately after being told they weren't going to be allowed in the store without a mask yeah and we know that they were trying to like get us to react poorly so they could put it on social media because they had their phone out filming oh, from the beginning. Oh my god. Uh, like... Why? Like, uh, the thing is, the people who are doing this are the same people who tell people of color that they wouldn't get killed by the police if they followed the rules. So,
1: like, China doesn't get a lot of things right, but maybe we should have a social credit system. Oh my <laughs> like, god. Like, try to, try to get a shitty reaction out of someone to put on Instagram. You can't... You can't drive anymore. Sorry. <laughs> Mm. Uh, uh,
0: and that person uh, is like an employee of mine they make probably 11 dollars an hour yeah to have to deal with your shitty political bullshit uh so fuck you if you listen to our podcast and don't wear a mask fuck <laughs> you Uh <laughs> oh, um, i'm tired of this and it's their fault it's their fault fuck you
1: Ooh,
0: I'm in a mood.
1: Yeah. This, this <laughs> film put us in a mood. We have notes. We were talking about we carved
0: pumpkins. They're very cute. You can see we them on did. Twitter. But we're so fucking mad about all these <laughs> dumb assholes. Uh, <laughs> our pumpkins would wear masks if they were animal. In fact, they don't even have lungs, you pieces of shit.
1: Yeah, and my pumpkin's the drooliest motherfucker. <laughs> he, like, a mask would be worthless. He would just get soaked through he'd still
0: wear one. Oh, gosh.
1: Uh, so, we watched... A gore film. Specifically Tokyo gore police movie film. Yes,
0: gore is their middle name. It wow, quite literally. (laughs) I when
1: I was in my like I think early twenties, was so into these gore porn films. I watched I think Saw One was one of the last Saw films I saw. Mm -hmm. Probably because it was like the least. The least gory, but it's probably the most movie of all of them.
0: I do not care for the first Saw movie.
1: I think uh, this is this is an area we're going to disagree. Cause it's that,
0: fine. It's got like
1: a plot, it's fine. a plot you can follow instead of all this dumb flashbacky shit mm-hmm. at the end of the, the following Saw movies. I, if you you could put a gun to my head and I couldn't differentiate any saws from fucking three to seven, two. I,
0: it's the yeah you said that
1: it's the, yeah the house one or whatever I thought that was three who fucking uh, knows two
0: is the one with all of the different people uh, going through the traps together it's in the it's in the house it's in a house
1: yeah and there's like the pit of needles yep that's two unforgettable yep uh, very good but uh, so man um, I have a, a relationship with gore Go that for it. Uh, started when I was when I was really young this was like second or third grade and oh god i'm like getting a little warm just Mm -hmm. recounting this story um we had a professional of some sort uh come into the classroom and they brought a sheep's eye with them and they were going to show it to us and we were going to learn uh fuck i don't know what we were supposed to learn from it (laughs) i just remember there being a bit of a crowd um and I kind of pushed my way through the crowd, little little baby J. Um, and upon gazing the sheep's eye, I got so fucking lightheaded. I made my way back to the back of the crowd, and I fucking passed out. And my teeth went through my lip because nah. I fucking fell over. It was so upsetting to me. It's one of those things that's always burned into your mm-hmm. head. Like the kids and then fucking bottom that goddamn pit last yeah. week. Jesus Christ. Um, but. That fucking set me up to react so poorly to eye stuff. hmm Like, well done eye stuff fucking ruins me. I can't... There is... Uh, so, the movie Hostel has an eye part. Mm-hmm. And I cannot watch the movie Hostel. Mm-hmm. Last time I tried, I got... I wasn't even close to that scene. I was 20 minutes in, and I got so nauseous, I thought I was gonna throw up. Ugh. Like it was so fucking rancid to me. Mm. Like it, and to this day, like like well done, like detailed eye stuff still fucks me up. Yeah. But um, I I feel like I could very easily trace that shit back <laughs> to this goddamn sheep's eye in fucking third grade. Like, oh my god,
0: mm-hmm. really upsetting. Do you think your particular like fascination with gore in your early twenties had something to do with that like early onset repulsion? I don't know.
1: Because like, I've always been, like, very into horror media. That mm-hmm. just never went away. Yeah. Um, I think that Saw... like, I think Saw is kind of how I got a little bit more of a start into the film part of it. Mm-hmm. But that was, like, when it was coming out, it was new and crazy. Mm-hmm. And, like, things like this hadn't appeared before. And yeah. They made this gore beautiful in mm-hmm. some really, you know, nasty fucking ways. But I thought it was cool. But I... I I, I that I think that might be an aspect of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I um I don't have anything like that for gore. Hmm. Um I you know, we all went through we lived through the gore porn days. We know what that's like. And I watched those movies. I thought they were fine. I particularly liked the later Saw movies because of the campiness of it. Um
1: I, I can't remember the camp. I can only remember mm. some of the traps, and that's it. Oh
0: yeah, I mean, just the the fact of the traps and the like, the bad acting and the color, everything about it feels like just like they're they're not good movies, oh, no, and that's no. what I like about them. Yeah, I love me some bad movies. Mm-hmm. Absolutely,
1: so are bad, and occasionally very beautiful.
0: Yeah, um, I don't I don't know if I find. Um, gore and body horror to be beautiful, but I do think that it is effective. It's yeah. more effective than a lot of other horror, and not in, like, the terrifying way, but in the, like, metaphor way. I
1: think there's a I think there's a distinction to be drawn in, in, in between body horror and gore as well. Mm. Like, something can be very fucking body horror and mm. not really, like, try to cross that line.
0: Oh. Uh, so, like, something that I'm thinking about now is... When you think of American slashers, um, there are maybe a handful of people who are really idolizing the final girl or the the characters that aren't the murderers in those, but there are so many people who idolize Freddy, Jason, yeah. Michael Myers. But with the gore porn, I don't think there are many people who are like, I want to be the person doing this. I don't know anyone who is like, oh I want to be Jigsaw. Yeah, like that's just not a thing. Um and so it's more effective because instead of thinking like oh I want that power dynamic you're like fuck I hope this doesn't happen to me
1: yeah uh, that's what's so upsetting about it is Mm -hmm. like being I don't know eaten by a giant Freddy penis would be pretty you know unpleasant but like waking up in some dungeon looking down your legs aren't fucking there Mm -hmm. anymore that's fucking scary that's fucking petrifying that could fucking uh, it's it's not likely to happen to you but it's more likely than you fucking going through one of freddy's crazy fucking dream sequences or uh, uh, and it's it's more upsetting than being macheted in a cabin in the woods like it's it's so ugh, it's it's such a it's such a a rob of your control
0: absolutely and i think it's uh It's interesting that we had such a resurgence of this after 9-11 because what a lot of people experienced was a feel of losing control. Uh, We thought that we were the big bads. We thought nothing could happen to us, and then something happened to us. Um, But we are the big bads. I mean, (laughs) we were the big bad in that. Let's not get that twisted. We haven't stopped. Uh, We have not stopped. From the get-go, we have been the big bads.
1: Yeah, and now we have, like... A 9-11's worth of deaths every couple of days. Oh, my God. And you God. assholes will wear fucking masks.
0: <sighs> Do you remember at the beginning of the pandemic where people were like, yeah, it's really sad, it's bad, but, you know, it's gonna be, like, after 9-11 when we all came together and we were here for each other. And I also want to say, that's some bullshit rhetoric anyway, because imagine being, like, a Muslim-American Oh, God, after yeah, no,
1: uh-huh. They did their best to, to like give and support and people were like nope you did this specifically you Every, uh, uh,
0: uh. i mean people are still terrible uh, to muslim folks yeah in the united states Yep. um because we're because a bunch we, of assholes because
1: we came together and we're a stronger america because of it no
0: we suck if anyone wants to gay marry me in canada Please. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. Yeah. uh, That's like, I guess, you know, this movie did a little bit of triggering to, for me, but this whole week has oh. been, uh, this is the week that the justice was elected.
1: In, God, like, less than a month. Uh... If you're Mitch McConnell and you're listening to this, I wish I had words I could say that would just make you die instantly. <laughs> like, I don't know, like... Just... Is there a
0: brown note, but for death? Uh, a, a what? A brown note? A brown note? Yeah. You know, like, in South Park, they try talk...
1: Oh, you said that? And I thought Death Note. And I was like, yeah, it's called Death Note. <laughs> there's, this, there's this long, kind of okay anime about
0: it. Oh, yeah. The manga is better.
1: I, is not Yeah. Okay. It's I, better. I totally believe it. The anime is incredibly campy, which is why I think I enjoyed my rewatch of it a couple mm. years ago. I was like, oh, this is campy as hell. I asked... You take that potato chip Light you of me.
0: I just... So, in... I'm going to talk about that for a minute. All right. Strap in. Uh, in the manga, it took, like, time for Light to go to, like, being a power-hungry serial killer. Where in the Mm -hmm. beginning, much like our protagonist of this film, he was someone whose father was a police officer Mm -hmm. who did not have the ability to right all of the wrongs from crime. And so Light's like, oh, I'm going into political science. If there are the worst of the worst who keep getting away with these terrible things and no one can catch them, but we know that they're doing these terrible things, I can use this. To make sure that those people get their get their justice, yeah. it's like I would use a death note on the police officers who killed Breonna Taylor. Yeah, that's I think an excellent use of that.
1: Uh, uh, I mean, nothing else is going to happen to them.
0: Exactly, and in the beginning, uh, Light would use the death note for people like that, even like mm-hmm. police officers, people in power who weren't going to get the justice. No
1: actual. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You, yes. Exactly. Oh, um, and and so uh, it took a bit in the series for him to go from that to like I kill anyone who crosses me, get out of my way. <laughs> like and in the anime, it's like I have the Death Note, I have power. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that that's. That's my thing about it, I suppose. Yep. Whatever, you know.
1: I still enjoy the anime. It's it's goofy. Yeah. Um, but on the on, uh, we can't keep going off topic. we we're, we were we were talking about gore a second ago.
0: I mean, there's gore in that. There's like, some gore. Not a lot. It's not like Ito. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's... Oh God, it's not like Ito. Talk about fucking body horror. <laughs> Holy uh,
0: shit. I love my spooky daddy. Oh, he's
1: a very good daddy for horror. Oh, man. Oh,
0: and he's just like the most um, unassuming young man. Yeah. You just look at him and you're like, that man drinks tea and pets his cat. Oh, yeah, for sure. And what he's really doing is just writing the most terrifying existential shit I've ever read in my whole life. It's
1: great. Uh, if you're listening and you haven't read Jinji Ito, go online and Google, where can I read Jinji Ito? And you'll find plenty of free things out there. I, I cannot count the number of times that I've uh, read like the the Curious uh, Situation of the Amygdala Faults or whatever. Mm-hmm. The fucking That's
0: my favorite one. Der, der, der. It's my favorite one. It's the first one I ever read. I read that in high school One of my friend's dad recommended it to us.
1: That's awesome. Cool fucking, that's cool dad points.
0: Yeah, yeah. He knew a lot of cool stuff. He was a fucking loser, but he knew a lot
1: of cool (laughs) stuff. Uh, Oh, man. There's (laughs) a really good one about, uh, there's this couple who are arguing what uh, zombies are better, like uh, Romero zombies, Mm -hmm. runner zombies, and, like, it's so funny, like, like, the, the girlfriend gets mm-hmm. bit, and the, uh, the, the, bo- the boyfriend's there, and he's, like, uh, she's coming at him so slowly that uh, all he needs to do is, like, move across the room, and mm-hmm. then he can, like, sleep for eight hours, and she'll mm-hmm. be right on him, mm-hmm. but she's moving, like, a thousand times slower mm-hmm. than he is, and it, it's just as he kind of loses his mind, and eventually... Uh, He lets her bite him, and then he becomes an incredible, like, a fucking flash speed zombie. Mm -hmm. It's a really fucking cool story. Jinji Ito has a great fucking brain, and I'm so happy that he puts it on paper so Mm -hmm. I can look at it sometimes.
0: Um, I can't remember the name of it for sure, but there's one um, about, it's talking about the loneliness in Japan. Mm -hmm. Um, And so people are signing up for this, like, matchmaking service, and once you find the person... Uh, basically, the, everyone's going missing after they go onto the service and find their people. Mm-hmm. And then they're being found uh, sewn together, uh, like nude hanging cocoon Ooh. style. Oh, man. And boy, I love him. <laughs> I love your twisted little mind, Jujito. <laughs> uh,
1: stepping away momentarily from our Jujito fan cast. Yes.
0: Uh. <laughs> Um, I think uh, we have to talk about
1: this movie. Yep,
0: yeah, let's get to we it. We have to. Uh, we have trigger warning. Oh yeah,
1: this. So immediately, this is a v- wet movie. Like it's it, violence, dismemberment, fountains of blood. It like this movie is so wet that like there's 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 not a fucking dry moment. Like. Some of these other movies is like, I don't know, it's like having like a, it's like being in like a kiddie pool. This movie is being in a nebula mm-hmm. that is just made of water. Yeah. It is bottom to top, just absolutely fucking soaked. It was, by the end of it, and we love a fucking wet movie, mm-hmm. it was oppressive. Yeah. It was a lot. We were desensit, this movie in what, like 98 minutes desensitized us to itself. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I want, I, part of me wonders if that was the point, um, but, um, more trigger warnings, um, gosh, visceral self-harm, um, really, just immediate, immediate, um, very, like, they show you all of it, and it does not get easier, nope, I feel like there are more trigger warnings, sexual assault, for for sure, like, there's some
1: sexual violence on, on sex workers, Mm -hmm. parent death, yeah, um, Suicide. Yeah. Uh, just. Just. there's And there's just like a lot of sexual content in this movie. Mm-hmm. A, a
0: whole lot. Um, so uh, Sexualization of women. Or just. Let's just say if like misogyny, misogyny. is not something you can deal with. Uh, I don't want to say this is the most misogynistic movie I've ever seen. But. It ha And I'm not like. I'm not saying that that discards it of all of its merit. Yeah. Um, because, but oh,
1: I've seen Animal House. This, this doesn't fucking rank close.
0: Oh, man. Like, I I will say I have not seen Animal House. Don't. But...
1: Definitely uh, super don't. It does not hold up to
0: anything. <laughs> but the way that women are portrayed in this movie, um, there is not a woman who is not an object.
1: Yeah, who's not sexualized at all points.
0: Including our main character. Yep. Um, but with that said...
1: Uh, let's talk about this movie, uh, a bit. It's gonna be, this is gonna be a weird one. The plot of this movie is almost not worth mentioning. It's not important. It's, uh, there is, uh, where in future Tokyo, there are these, um, uh, there are people who are known as engineers who have this tumor in their bodies that makes it so when they take an injury, it, like, will turn that part of the body into a weapon, they go fucking hard on that. Uh, the Police have been privatized. Uh, and that goes as well as everyone expects. They're terrible. They're brutal. Our main character's dad was a cop. And less than 60 seconds into the film, his, his fucking head explodes. Which is fucking great. Uh, it really sets the goddamn tone for the whole fucking movie. Um, she was raised by this police commissioner. She's a hunter of these things. Uh, and... The, the, the cops are bad. And mm-hmm. the guy who raised her organized her dad to die because he was resisting the place being privatized. Yes. So she kills him. Uh, mm-hmm. so, th- so that's like...
0: That's what you need to know th- about the plot. That's like fucking
1: it. There's like a fucking lot that goes on though. Just mm-hmm. fucking starting off in this movie, we see these cops with these fucking sick uniforms. They've got these fucking samurai style helmets. They're going into this fucking complex where this dude is fucking swinging a chainsaw around like a fucking psychopath. Like they, like, shoot his fucking arm off and he fucking, like, regrows a goddamn chainsaw and our main character, Ruka, who's, like, in the car waiting for it, the, like, Rocky horror-style lips-style dispatchers, like, it's an engineer up there. It's up to you, Ruka. She fucking takes a rocket launcher out, briefly aims it at the roof of the building, then fucking puts it on the ground and uses it to launch herself to the fucking... It's, like, fucking buck wild dog shit insane.
0: Absolutely. I do want to say like when the uh, police dispatcher first showed up that was the first time that I was like this movie has some spaceship trooper vibes for sure. Oh God. um, I would not that movie is absolutely an influence on this movie. Uh, 100%. It's, it's, it's crazy. There one thing to, of note in this film is there are quite a few like advertisements that go on throughout it that are supposed to be happening on billboards or on a TV that's in the room. And they're all basically for either the privatized police or weapons that can be used for self-harm. Yeah,
1: it's, it's, it's kind of, it's, they're so wild. Mm-hmm. They're, each of them is fucking totally dog shit insane. Mm-hmm. There's like an advertisement where there's these kids playing soccer and a guy comes in and shoots one of them. And the police fucking just fucking shoot him down, stab the shit out of him, fucking cut his heads off. The other kids are, like, looking on in fucking glee. They hand out posters and they start playing soccer with a guy's decapitated head. It's, like, Mm. private police force for a more prosperous Tokyo. And, and, like, the tone of these is psychotic.
0: I mean, that one, like, is notable. The one that I can't stop thinking about is the three, like, school-aged girls who are advertising a cutting instrument. Cute razors. And it's, like, cute razors. Oh, the the cuts are so cute. It, ba- it makes they, your blood taste better. It barely
1: hurt at all. Uh, like there's there's everyone's so joyous. It's like, ugh.
0: yeah. I mean, all of the weapons that are like advertised for self harm, the people who are using them seem so happy. Happy to be doing it.
1: It's it's fucking fucking real goddamn weird. Um, we we get a we get uh, blah, 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 just a lot of these weird ads are intercut mm. and there's no like fanfare for there's about to be an ad it just boom goes to it mm-hmm. um she, uh Saruka flies up to the t- roof and gets into a sick chainsaw battle with this dude mm-hmm. his arm is like a fucking chainsaw on a chain and she fucking kills him and she yeah. really just right she 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 sticks his chainsaw in his head and face a hundred she cuts his chainsaw arm off and is just blasting him in the face with both chainsaws
0: yeah I do want to say this scene is the first naked, mutilated female body we see of the movie. Mm-hmm. Just the first. Don't worry. There's, oh, there's more. There's so
1: many more. I think this guy's been eating them or something. Mm-hmm. Um So, yeah, they, they take this guy back to the police station, and there is... We learn what these engineers are at this point. Mm-hmm. The coroner is weird and creepy. He's a hunchback. He's just, like... He's like really into Ruka and how it's, good she is at killing.
0: It's like if Igor from Frankenstein was a sexual pervert.
1: Yeah. Um. So, so Ruka goes to this bar, which is definitely someone's living room. Mm-hmm. It's so funny, and we meet um, the second character. I think the only name we actually know in this film is Ruka. And that might be us not paying attention. It might be us having a hard time with Japanese names. Mm -hmm. Or it might be because they only named Ruka in this Mm -hmm. entire fucking film. Yeah. Um, But we meet uh, Mama, who is this other uh, woman who helped Ruka out in the past. And...
0: Are they gay? I think they're gay. I think, like... I think they're gay. I think it's a little gay. Okay? And it's, like, it's not... It's really hard because society tells us... That if two women are in a room together, there's no way that it's gay. So I I always have a hard I time I think that there's a
1: lot of ways that this could be gay.
0: There's some tension there for sure. And there's an amount of admiration. Like, maybe not even in, like, a sexualized, these two have feelings for each other way. Or even as, like, I don't know about you, but, like queer mentorship is something. Mm. I think that a lot of us see like a queer person at a young age and we really latch on to them. Yeah. And I think that maybe Ruka has a bit of that with this person. With who we
1: refer to as Mama. Mama. I think that name came up. I don't know, though. <laughs> uh-huh. We had to pause this movie about every 15 minutes so we could either catch up on notes or take a fucking break. Yeah. This movie is i said it before oppressive i think Mm -hmm. it i think that does it just fine Um, i mean
0: as any movie about the police should be
1: yeah (laughs) saruka goes to the police station and there's a red light flashing she enters with her sword drawn and there's a there's a figure in the background and he has what at first i thought was a robot or a dog um it is not a robot or a dog
0: A human amputee in a dog gimp costume. With uh, a quadruple amputee
1: uh, in a gimp costume. uh, And happy birthday, Ruka.
0: Yeah. And this is when we get the flashback that was hard for me. Um, But it's Ruka flashing back to a birthday where her father was still alive and brought her a cake. Mm -hmm. And he turns to the mother who is chopping vegetables and it's just like, "Hey, come! Don't you don't want to miss this?" And when the mother turns around, she's got a million. Not only does she have a bunch of fresh scars, but she also has some, or like a bunch of fresh cuts. She also has a bunch of scars, scars yeah, um, from where she's obviously done this in the past.
1: And she's like, just screaming at him, like, "What? What do you think is wrong with me?" Or like, mm-hmm. "What?" It, it's just crazy. Hard to watch. I I, I just have this note as yikes flashback with mm-hmm. mom.
0: Yeah. Um, which, like, here's a thing about this film. Um, the All of the self-harm that we see is, is Ruka and her mother.
1: And it's not pretty.
0: Mm-mm. It's not,
1: like, in the commercials, it's very much, like, mm-hmm. there's a word, like, glorified
0: yes and it seems like something that's like it's not done none of it it's gleeful yeah it's something that you do because it's a fashion trend yeah because it's cool and popular but that is absolutely not how ruka or her mother is doing it yeah it is very sorrowful it is very like it it feels very true to the emotions and i i do want to say ruka is not a, a character that shows nearly any emotion. I think
1: she has seven lines in this movie.
0: Yeah. This movie doesn't have a whole lot of talking, honestly. Yeah,
1: it's it, this movie is to show you stuff. Yes. This movie has so much to show you that is weird and that is perverted and that is perverse and, and, mm-hmm. and gory and bloody and it's absolutely fucking crazy.
0: And I don't think um, like in a lesser film it would be glorified in another way. But I don't think that this movie ever feels like anything that's happening is good. Yeah. It's very much, like, I think that's, this is a hard movie for me to watch. Yeah. Um, But I said to you after, it's like, I enjoyed watching it. I definitely got quite a bit from watching this movie. Mm -hmm. I, I still, saying this right now, have no idea whether or not I liked it.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's something you said. Is I don't know who I would recommend this movie to. Oh yeah. Uh, and I think that hit the nail on the head. I also don't know. Yeah. So we get to we get to know that the chief is her surrogate father. He took her in after, mm. um, after he arranged for her real dad to be killed, uh, which uh, she will learn later. And uh, they're like, "It's your birthday. You've killed fifty engineers. You are the most killingest." Uh, here is the fakest, most plastic badge <laughs> that anyone has ever seen ever. Uh, and then it immediately cuts to a dildo.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, just just a dildo uh, uh, buzzing and just doing... In this crazy pink
1: room let's talk about the color and lighting of this movie
0: yeah it's
1: it's popped up so far but i think this is when we really started noticing
0: absolutely um the color i feel like the saturation on this whole movie was just turned up as high as they could
1: turn it up to 11 and then further
0: and there are parts where the light is very purposeful like uh, at some point a bit after the scene, she's
1: like on the streets, and there's this blue cast over her. It's
0: like red is how the background is lit, and the foreground is all lit in blue, and it's it's very purposeful. It's very nice.
1: It's awesome, mm-hmm. just throughout. Like it's it's one of the things I think that makes the movie really hard mm-hmm. to watch, is because it's so so very fucking saturated.
0: Yeah, it's not only like an affront on like. I don't know. I feel like this is, it almost makes you feel bad for watching it. Like you're wa- seeing something that you're not supposed to see. Yeah. Um, and then it is also affronting you with the colors and the saturation. And like, we're lucky the yeah. music is like. Great. The music is really good. It's demure in the times when I think the light is the most saturated mm-hmm. and when there is less going on visually is when they let the music pump itself up
1: and they have this like crazy like like kind of club sometimes sometimes slightly techno tracks Mm -hmm. like i i I don't think i have right the right words to describe Mm the genre of the movie but it's 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 pushing the movie pushes the, the music pushes action it pushes scenes where there's not much dialogue and and emphasizes when there's so much to look at this movie does this brilliantly
0: uh, I do agree with that. Yes.
1: So we're in a brothel uh, with his dildo, and there's kind of some sexual assaulty vibes. There is a naked guy, and there's this girl in a schoolgirl outfit who doesn't look very happy.
0: Does not look very old either. Yeah, it's not
1: great. Um, she leaves. Brothel owner comes in and it's like you need to pay more money. Fucking weird. Mm-hmm. So the uh, the uh, the sex worker shows up to her next appointment, and someone has one of those tumors. Uh, they're key-shaped tumors in a jar. Mm-hmm. Um, we cut to the brothel. The brothel owner walking down the street on the phone with somebody, arranging her next appointment for this girl. And she calls a girl who doesn't seem enthusiastic about it. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes into a public uh, bathroom, and we get to see a little bit more about her costuming and her props. And fuck, it's great. Mm-hmm. Her her nails are covered. In mismatching rhinestones, her phone is covered in mismatching rhinestones. Her costume is so fucking good. Mm-hmm. It's so cool, but um, uh, th- some weird person shows up behind her with a knife, and she's... Uh, we don't need to go into this, but but effectively she gets fucking tank curled. Mm-hmm. Uh, this person sticks tubes in her back and puts little jars at the end of it and sucks all her fucking blood.
0: Yeah, and they, And it's fucking rad. Yeah, they put her... They fold her down in a little box, and this is the first time... That like the anatomy, I think, was really brought up because no one who's killed in this movie has bones. No one has any bones. And every every part of your body, I don't know if you knew this, uh, just has one giant artery or many arteries going through it. Yeah, you just have blood freeways. Yeah, yeah, we are all just phallus phallic dicks. Just, Just filled with blood.
1: Yeah. That's why skeletons are so scary. They're foreign. <laughs> we don't have them. Uh
0: it's Oh, we'll talk more about dicks later. Oh, you fucking bet we will. <laughs> uh so Ruka gets
1: onto a subway train. Uh to Tokyo subway train, so uh so
0: <laughs> Well she she's trying to lure this person out because she is in like a sexy geisha prostitute costume this, this
1: outfit kicks ass it's pretty good it's so good she's got this like half kimono she's got these little like booty shorts she's got uh Fish fishnets like she's rocking it despite the fact that she does not portray emotion in this film
0: Yes. Uh,
1: and she sees uh, this kind of punk kid eating something on the train and it's bugs Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like it—it it decides to get real fucking gross with it.
0: Yep, it does. I turned away just because yeah. mouths. Like, listen, I can watch any kind of horror movie. It's gross, but if you make me watch you chew, I don't care if it's bugs or not. I'm turning it off. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, so I—I was- I looked away at this part, but he had. St- just a, like... Big old box of them. It was, like, takeout. He was fucking
1: hungry. Yeah. He, he didn't get to dinner anywhere else. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's really fucking gross. It was yeah. great. Uh, oh, God. The, the lighting of the train. Let's talk about this briefly. Mm-hmm. It's so uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, in the next scene, it's literally only Ruka on the train. Mm-hmm. And the lighting is so fucking sterile. Mm-hmm. It's so, like, grossly whitewashed. And her face is lit up with this green light. Mm-hmm. It looks miserable. Yeah. So fucking good.
0: And she looks like she's the only woman on this train. hmm And it is packed body to body.
1: Uh and because we're on a Tokyo subway train, someone grabs her ass.
0: That is not all they do. They there are some fingers going places other than ass. Mm. Uh <laughs> I must have been taking
1: notes at that point. Oh yeah. Gross. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a like cup and then a leg. Oh, no. Uh and so she Grabs him by the wrist and drags him off the the subway train, and he starts cleaning. He's like, "Ow, ow, ow! Was it me? It wasn't me, wasn't me." You got me the a wrong slayer. guy. I'm sorry. And he's already like, "Oh no, 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 no!" Uh, and then she fucking she, pulls out her umbrella sword. She, she's,
1: first, she's just like walking around him, like wapping with the umbrella. Uh, and, she's, and he's like, "Oh, that hurts! Don't do that to me." <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: and then she fucking draws the sword from her umbrella
0: and and she fucking slices his hands off. This is the only time my notes are pertinent to this movie and that's when I say cut off the hands of all pedos, all pervs oh. and all gropers. And
1: she says something, she drops a fucking line here. Mm-hmm. It's the only good one line in the mm-hmm. entire film. Yeah. It's like like a, like molestation is a cr- is actually a crime. And she's slow walking away as this guy is holding his stumps in the air fountain of blood (laughs) she fucking pulls the umbrella up and it's just slow walking away it's amazing
0: I feel like the whole scene is lit in red as well
1: like yeah like the the number of times they just squirt blood all over the fucking Mm -hmm. camera lens in this movie is I don't think I can count on hands and toes yeah it's it's this is my favorite. I think this is my favorite shot in the film.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's probably my favorite part in the film. It's the closest thing that could be like seen as empowering for that character. Uh, and that's pretty much the only time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like even, we were talking about that first scene, when she goes to draw her sword, the way she does it is like a stripper, like lean down, hand up my own thigh. Yeah. Like very much so sexualizing her yeah. from the first like, badass action shot we even getting it. Yep.
1: So, uh, on the train, she flashes back and she's a gunman who actually shot her dad, blah, blah, and nobody gives a shit. Uh, and this is when she sees the scary goth man on the train. Uh, and here's our epilepsy warning. Mm-hmm. We should have put this at the beginning. Yeah. Fuck, this scene was... I think this is another point where we had to look away for a while because mm-hmm. the flashing is so fucking uncomfortable and bad. It's so fucking bright and then nothing. Like... They got the effect they were going for, but it's fucking miserable to look at. Mm. This is, I think, the really big misstep with the lighting.
0: Yeah. Uh, that was absolutely pretty difficult. Um, but she is trying to pursue him.
1: she finds another box in the train mm-hmm. full of person. And, yeah. like, little, little blood baby bottles around it. Yeah. Uh, and then this is the this is the scene that Where she's on the street at night mm. Fucking lit blue There's fucking red flashing traffic mm-hmm. cones She starts walking down into this fucking really cool Like busted alleyway set And she's yellow lit It's all really good And she gets into a, for- a sword fight with this guy uh, It's a fucking sword fight But it's pretty mm-hmm. good uh, She cuts like the front of his fucking face Oh my god And mm-hmm. he grabs the fucking top of his head And he pulls it off after she cut him in the face and he grabbed it. I was like, I don't remember this movie. It's been mm-hmm. fucking like years and years and years since I've seen it. I was like, please, please pull the top of your head mm-hmm. off. And he did. And my notes just say, sword guy, sword fights goth guy. He pulls the top of his head off because he loves me.
0: Oh my God. Oh, that's so funny fucking uh, and he just pulls it back and the,
1: the line on his face just blasting her with blood <laughs> it is a fucking cannon of blood and she like fucking takes cover from it because it's so much blood <laughs> uh, and he like he turned back to him and his fucking brain is exposed and he's got fucking big cannons coming out of his fucking face where his eyes of beans are shooting at her
0: oh my gosh and he gets her basically <sighs> stuck with her kimono against the and at this point I was like yeah kimonos are not great for, fighting, yeah,
1: not for fighting guys with cannons for eyes. Come
0: on. I mean, in general, you're gonna get that wrapped up in some shit. It's easy to easier to grab you without having to grab you. I don't. Not very I, practical. Don't
1: send Twitter. Don't don't tweet at us if we're wrong. I don't uh-huh. care. Fight in a kimono if you want to. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: yeah, and he, like he goes up to her and she's like telling her to remember, and he pulls out a fucking. <laughs> He pulls one of those tumor keys out of his fucking brain, which fuck yeah. (laughs) And oh god, this is this is gross. This is some good body horror.
0: So he puts it against her arm, and a keyhole opens up. He turns it, and her whole arm opens up. One thing I think is really interesting—the way it opens up—is like as if her cutting scars had never healed uh-huh. and it's like ribbons that like unfurl it's like unfurl. flayed it's yeah. like fucking
1: flayed bacon bits fucking and we see under her arm where she has no bones no because bones because nobody has bones this there are not bones no when she cut his face there wasn't a skull he just had brain under it the piece of his head that he pulled off which was full ah oh, it's so fucking <laughs> good um uh, and he sticks the key in her arm and it closes and I think we cut to her in like a hospital room or something mm-hmm. uh, and stepdad is there and fuck his costume so good i don't know if i mentioned it before i love stepdad's costume he's got this like cloak on that has i, I, I don't read japanese so i couldn't mm. tell you what it said his helmet's really fucking good it's got big fucking horns on it and he's got like a little speaker mm-hmm. uh that like most of his dialogue comes through all like tinny and blaring i love his fucking costume design yeah yeah is, I don't know, it's pretty great. They all, uh, and everybody at the cop station's like, ah, oh, fucking engineers, we have to kill all of them, and Ruka's like, ugh. <laughs> uh, she doesn't express, and she doesn't say anything, yeah. but you know she's going,
0: ugh. <laughs> um, man. I'm, I'm still just having a hard time <laughs> with
1: this movie. I, I, I totally understand. We cut to the bar, Ruka's drank to blackout, uh, Mama puts the bracelet on her that she had earlier, and gazes at her... Really feeling gay. Um, we're in the cop's lab. It's great. There's just, like, a projector pro- projecting all sorts of weird shit all over the walls. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you say? It was, like, very Power Rangers?
0: Yeah, it made me feel very much like Power Rangers.
1: Uh, and they, like, identify the guy. And he's like, oh, he died all these years ago. Uh, and Ruka goes to try and find his lab. Mm-hmm. Um, and Stepkid Dad discovers who it was. And he gets all mad and just starts swinging his sword around. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Um, So, Ruka finds this uh, piece of paper at the lab with a person on it, and she's like, I'm going to find this person. Uh, And they have, like, uh, this person we're going to call Titty. And I'm sorry about that. Oh, I
0: have written down as uh, Mouth Titty?
1: Mouth Titty? Mouth Titty's fine. Um, She had a name.
0: Yep, but. I didn't write it down. That wasn't her most. uh exaggerated feature was They don't now, bring it,
1: it back up. I don't think they ever say it. Uh, there's another commercial at this point. I just have these fucking commercials. Mm-hmm. So we see a cop at the station and he's like, I can't keep doing all these all-nighters. I wish I had some speed. And he draws a little needle on his arm and pen.
0: Yeah, he's just having a little pretend. It's so funny. He's having a little doing drug pretend. I didn't
1: recognize him as the guy from these scenes until he goes back mm-hmm. to the cop station. So he goes into this Party. He looks like a fucking sleazeball. I just have his name as Scuzzy. <laughs> this fucking party is so fucking. This is really an incredibly over the top thing. We get to the chair here, which I'm sorry, I didn't want to write the chair down, but I didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's it's fucking crazy. There's this hostess, I think, with like this weird fucking huge hat that's like kind of looks like titties. Everyone at the party is fucking, like, weird. There's leather people, but it's not, like, just,
0: like, normal leather people. Everything is extra fucking weird. It looked... At first, I was like, this is very Club Kid. But then they were auctioning people.
1: Yeah, they started auctioning people, um... And yeah, they, they started showing off these body modded women. Like, body, it's not like they just have a bunch of hooks in their back, they're hanging from the ceiling.
0: Like, body mutated yeah, women.
1: Yeah, like, like mutilated, mutated. Um, and there's like dudes going for. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ, this fucking scene. This one's yeah. rough. Um, they're all super sexualized and super mutilated. There's a snail girl whose like eyes are at the end of these long fucking tubes, and she's got a fucking shell, mm-hmm. and she's doesn't look happy. She can't fucking blink. Uh, we have mouth titty here though, mm-hmm. uh, and Scuzzo is like hell yeah, I'm gonna go for mouth titty. Then they unveil
0: chair lady. Yeah, yeah. It's a lady.
1: It's
0: who's alive. But and yeah. when you say when we say chair lady, I don't mean like. A whole woman in, like, chair pose.
1: And uh, we don't mean fucking Cherry from goddamn Pee Wee's Playhouse.
0: It's as if someone has draped the skin of a woman over a kitchen chair. No head. Legs splayed.
1: No. And right at the fucking seat of the chair, there's this flower. That obviously has a vag behind it. Mm-hmm. And it just starts pissing into the crowd. Mm-hmm. And... This was fucking gratuitous. Yep, didn't the need the... Dude, the vampire fangs, super into... Everyone sees it at first, and I'm like, oh, God, I'm glad they're reacting to this the correct way, and they start fucking, like, clapping. I'm like, no, this is... Oh, it's really fucking upsetting. That's, like, severe body horror. Yeah. Uh, so, Scuzzo goes with Mouth Titty, uh, she straps him down, and she bites his tick off yep uh this is a big fucking action scene i'll i'll try and go through it pretty fucking quickly a lot happens and it kind of kicks ass but we're pretty exhausted at this point yeah it <laughs> was like four times um fucking goth by guy comes in with drill and he's like i'm gonna make you one of me and he starts drilling his feet he fucking breaks his uh, uh scuzzo breaks his arm out of the straps and tries to shoot goth guy but mouth titty jumps in the way and he shoots her in half yeah. And uh, she's, he starts trying to run away. His fucking dick is missing. He's not having a fucking good time. He, a lot
0: of stump. You see a lot of stump in this You things. see a
1: lot of dick stump. I mean, you just see his dick in her mouth and she fucking spits it on the floor and it like, lingers on it for a second.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and we, he goes into the hallway and fucking Mouth Titty is back. The bottom half of her body is now a giant fucking crocodile head, pretty much. And she fucking starts chomping on him. Um, she fucking bites his arm off with the gun. Um, she. Uh, th- this scene is so fucking crazy. It's so fucking stupid. Uh, it's very. Uh, it's it's pretty fun. Yeah. But it's it's been so gratuitous at this point. It's hard to hard to enjoy. Yeah. Um, and uh, she's gonna lunge at him again, and he grabs his severed arm with the gun, puts it in front of him, so she chomps on it. He looks at his arm stump from the other side and sees there's a little white string. You know. Like you have little white strings running through your body adjacent to the blood tubes?
0: I think it was supposed to be a tendon. But I was just thinking, what use is a tendon if you have no bones?
1: Yeah, I don't know. You just, no one needs bones. He fucking grabs the, the little string and he pulls it and the fucking... And he drops some stupid one-liner that's too dumb to remember. And he just shoots a bunch and she like... Dies And then goth guy comes in. He's like, hey, I'm going to make you an engineer. And this guy's like, yeah, sure, whatever. And he fucking splits his head in half for it. Like, the... Like, fucking Ruka's arm got split in half. Fucking f- front of his face, hot dog style. Mm. It's pretty fucking brilliant. Six key in there. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Ruka is searching for Titty Girl. Um, and Scuzzio goes to the police station.
0: Yeah, I do... If
1: you want to talk about this...
0: I just have, like, a bit of a comment about... Uh, so he comes back, as as he's had his dick bitten off, he has giant, weird, gun dick. And I hate it. <laughs> i said multiple times that I hate it. But uh, this is something I was wanting to mention in the interim between watching and recording the podcast, and I was like, I've got to save it. Everything that happens to women that leads to their mutation... Their mutation is something that's like, obviously, the gun dick is grotesque. Uh huh. But I think, uh, in like common discourse, uh, it's pretty common for guys to want bigger dicks.
1: And that's what he gets. He
0: gets a massive gun dick. And, it, and it's like, yeah. And he just, he seems to have no quorum with anything that's happened to him. Yeah, it's a little
1: weird. I mean, I guess he recognizes that now he's an engineer. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I'm not going to try and put motivations behind the characters mm-hmm. because it's fucking... There's no point.
0: Yeah, they didn't write this movie for that. He
1: comes in and he shoots all the cops with this big gun dick and they try and kill him, but it's like, you explained how to kill these people earlier in the movie. You know what you're doing is the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess he fucking gets killed at some point he runs out of juice that hasn't been a thing an engineer has done this far but whatever yeah uh stepdad comes in he's mad and he uh declares an engineer hunt they're going to kill every engineer uh ruka arrives in an apartment complex and finds a door with too many locks on it and we discussed how would you go out and get groceries uh, yeah how do you leave the apartment they're all on the outside of the apartment this seems wickedly inconvenient
0: well, we know now it's telekinesis.
1: Yeah, she fucking touches one of the fucking locks and all of them fall off the door. <laughs> oh, I mean, fuck. All right. So as long as we're not too far away from Gundick, which I will never be in my life, now that it has scarred <laughs> me and such. Um, Has there been any CG yet in this movie? Because I think it's pretty much all been fucking practical, practical effects. Yeah. Including his fucking Gundick, which, like, whirls around and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been... We've had sped up footage, we've had, like, all sorts of different tricks and stuff, but we've had a veritable fire hose of blood placed inside of every character. Mm-hmm. There has not been CG in this film, and there is so fucking little, right at the end we mm-hmm. get, like, two scenes with any CG in the middle yeah. all, And the rest is practical, and fucking God love them. Yeah. I respect the shit out of that.
0: Mm-hmm. I really enjoy the practical effects. Uh, like, just, you know, that's a lot of work. Yeah. They put uh, one of your facts, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah. we
1: All the fucking two facts and IMDP that this thing has.
0: Two weeks. They shot and cut this fucker in two weeks. Which means they also made those prosthetics. Yeah. And fit those prosthetics. And, like, that is a lot to do yeah
1: there's like a bunch of prosthetics that the vet move mm-hmm. like into indip- like gun dick had to have some animatronic shit jammed in there it's nuts i've had her uh, string from the ceiling it moved like an animatronic though.
0: oh absolutely like it was puppeted for sure
1: so uh she joins goth guy in the apartment they both take their shoes off it does pause to show you that which i thought was very fucking
0: funny they're still civilized
1: fucking right he's fucking missing the top of his head um and he busts out this fucking like slideshow of oh yeah my dad killed your dad but then my dad was killed for it uh and the guy that hired my dad to kill your dad and then killed my dad is your stepdad a lot of dad stuff um he tells his story about how he was wanted to be a geneticist and he was studying, like, killer DNA. And he's just got this fucking, like, table of tubes. It's like Charles Manson and, like, all sorts of fucking... Ed Gein. Oh, it's fucking great. And when his, like, dad dies, he goes and injects himself with every killer's DNA. And then throws himself off of a building. He comes in front of this big door... He fucking knocks on it, and I guess the devil's on the other side. He looks really confused and upset, like he fucking knocked in the middle of the night. <laughs> and he gives him the first jar with a key on it. He's like, the devil says nothing. He's just like, oh, you got this, man. First taste is free, <laughs> Like, all of that is conveyed just in his dumb ass facial expressions. It's fucking so good. Oh, yeah. That's how... And that's... He, like, fucking replicates this thing. His lab assistant is Mouth Titty. Um, and he's like, we can, he's like, yeah, Ruka, we don't need to be enemies, we're allies in this, we need to organize a revolution, and she fucking takes his sword and fucking cuts him, mm-hmm. hot dog style, which is, I mean, there's a lot of hamburger versus hot dog style slices mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah. Uh, fucking right down the middle of his body, and she's like, thanks, but you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Another great line, Ruka.
0: This movie says a cab. Hard. This movie says a cab and it means a cab. I think we're supposed to be disgusted by what we're seeing because it's not so far off from what the police do now.
1: Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, and on that subject, uh, the police get the order to go out and kill anybody who's even a little suspicious. No mercy. And they do that joyfully. Oh, yeah. Cops are fucking running down people, they're just grabbing people, fucking throwing like, sacks over their heads, decapitating them. Uh, they're driving down with a samurai sword out the window, fucking slicing people in half.
0: I mean, it's almost like, um, slapstick, the way the police are acting.
1: And they just fucking cackle every time they do it, too. Um, this scene probably would have gone down smoother in a different time. Mm Mm-hmm. But it was fucking rough. Uh, they show up at Mama's bar, and she fucking, like, uh, so fucking great. She, like, stabs a, a cop in the face with a fucking wine bottle, fucking like pulls it out fucking blows it and a f- fucking face falls out of it it's yeah. great but they do catch her uh and they like quarter her yeah there's a fight between a character I think we saw once and some chick with an aginata
0: it's the the prostitute from earlier yeah, uh, the one who the, got called into the room with the key with the,
1: okay and she's got like a razor arm that uh, mm. and she squirts acid milk and that's Everything I'm going to say about that scene, other than the fact that Nagi, not a cop, we haven't seen before, gets turned into a pretty meaty skeleton. I do yeah. love that. Which is only case of bones we see in the entire
0: movie. Yeah, she's the only character that has bones.
1: <laughs> which is, <laughs> which, I guess...
0: It's funny, like, knives and bullets can eradicate bones. Acid? Can't touch them.
1: Yeah, fucking... I mean, like, that's certain types of acid. That <laughs> sounds right. I watched uh, Breaking Bad many years ago. That sounds correct to me. Um... So Ruka arrives uh, at the scene right as the, like, four cops, like, fucking quarter mama with their fucking cars. Um, and it's just a bunch of fucking cops with glasses, which I thought was a weird choice. <laughs> like, oh, it's the nerd cops. They've been waiting to do this. And she fucking, like, decapitates all fucking four of them with one swing. Uh, we have a scene of two cops by this, like, factory with just a pile of body parts, which was, I don't know, seven feet tall? It was nuts. Uh, some weird racist shit happens. I'm pretty sure, like
0: definitely at least blackface. I don't know if it's like I, if it would mean more in the culture that this movie is from, but it didn't look good. It didn't
1: look good. He had a cone head and a blackface, and there's uh, like, I don't know if the Chinese guy had any weird racist stereotypes about him from Japan, but. I'm not aware of weird racist Chinese stereotypes from Japan. Mm -hmm. Uh, He shoots her in the fucking face, and her eye grows back as a sweet fucking cyborg eye. That's the important thing that happens this scene. Um, So she goes to the police station, and her stepdad knows he's there to kill her, because... uh, I don't know. I don't know how he found that out. Uh, But she, like, goes... uh, Oh, the fucking coroner. So the coroner's there, and he has fist gun a fucking gatling gun of fists and he's shooting fists at her and he's like really horny and turned on because he's like oh ruka the engineer killer's and an engineer now and it's fucking gross and he does
0: say uh i don't i'm half disappointed and half excited because he knows that he's going to be the one who gets to do her autopsy after she's if dead if she didn't do what she does
1: yeah which is like man I'm trying to figure out how to work up to it uh, so he shoots some fists at her and this is I don't know these are some of my favorite favorite effects and I put those in air quotes <laughs> <laughs> like he shoots fists and some of them like grab her or, like they, she catches a punch from one of the fists and it pins her against the wall and he's like he shoots like four fists that like fucking stick their middle fingers up and her like uh, I guess her arm turned into a weird nasty alien head at some point it's not that important. She doesn't do very much with it. At this point, it shoots like a, a tongue mm-hmm. and grabs the ceiling. And the like the, the middle fingers like kind of h- hit it and spin around. And it's so slow. And it's so like clearly that they're just being moved by a real person in the scenes that they aren't just <laughs> real people's hands.
0: And they make sure to show you each one doing that.
1: All four of them, and they all fly back, and they fucking hit the corner, and that's fucking it for him.
0: Yeah, because, like, literally, fuck you. It was,
1: yeah, I mean, like, that was all right. Uh, yeah. Uh, so she, uh, oh, Jesus Christ. We're almost there. We promise. Yeah. <laughs> we promise we're almost there. She goes uh, up to stepdad's office, and the gimp is there, and now it has stilts that are swords. Yep. Uh, each, of its, uh, each of its legs have, like, a a fucking katana at the end of it
0: yeah and then she also has a manic depressive switch button and
1: stepdad flips it to manic i don't know yeah flips it to manic
0: uh also in this scene we find out that she is actually a prisoner she is a criminal who this is this is how she's Serving her time, uh, and like,
1: fucking stepdad groomed her. It's very gross. She has a tattoo that's very similar to the mm-hmm. ladies at the uh body mod sex club.
0: Yes, oh, we should also know if you thought it wasn't bisexual, uh, he does receive head from this thing in an earlier scene. It's a lady, it's it, it is a lady. It's a lady. It's uh, honestly, I feel so bad for her.
1: Yeah, that's. Uh, god that seems like hell rawest deal character for fucking sure um yeah he's just he's just gross um ruka fights it and just kind of breaks all the samurai legs off of it and throws it against the desk it's fine it actually doesn't die uh she's gonna come back at the final scene of the movie because Mm -hmm. why wouldn't she um so her fucking stepdad comes at her like he's hot shit and he's Mm -hmm. not like fucking like instantly she fucking blasts his fucking legs off but then he like grabs these fucking drug fucking needles and he injects them into his legs and his blood pressure goes so much that he starts flying like a jet and i don't just say that they play jet sound effects Mm -hmm. as he's flying around shooting his leg blood thank god we have no blown bones and we can't (laughs) die of exsanguination
0: you're not hearing me because my head is resting in my hand (laughs) oh my Uh,
1: gosh he flies around she kills him Uh, (sighs) i mean there are more there are no more details of that scene she says something stupid at the end of it about being a cop um yeah (laughs) i think we're supposed to compare her policing to their policing but it's the same policing yeah uh, like her dad was a good cop because he didn't want privatized police. Whatever. no, yeah. no cops are
0: good. Um, a cap. Even your shitty dad, which is my second note for this movie.
1: <laughs> uh, especially Judy Hopps. Uh, all cops are bad. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So she fucking kills him. Co- cuts his head off. And he spins around like a blood chandelier. Um, <laughs> And then, like, she's outside of the fucking police, like, police thing. Like, it shows, like, one of the first advertisements of the cops just fucking murdering a dude Mm -hmm. who, like, was also a murderer. But it's a pretty, you know, unpleasant Mm -hmm. execution. And, like, it cuts in at the end and it's her fucking, like, half-cyborg face. And the Gimp, who now has, like, a fucking assault rifle for each leg instead. Mm -hmm. And credits uh but oh well, there's more in the credits uh fucking goth guys the top of his head which the police had gets taken and like his face is back together and he walks off with i think the prostitute girl from earlier yes and it's just more gore coming soon which it's i'm pretty smart. sure no more well i mean the, the, from the director yes yeah. not just not a sequel to this mm-hmm. um i was gonna say a movie but i'm not sure mm-hmm. if that, I don't, i'm not sure if that term applies
0: is he the person who did each the killer Uh, I don't know who did that. I I just, I couldn't finish that movie. I started it and he like punched a prostitute in the face and I turned it off.
1: (laughs) Holy shit. What a journey. That was 98 minutes.
0: We watched it. We watched it. We watched it. I've seen it now. I know if someone asks me, I will say I have an opinion about that. Yeah.
1: Yep. Like it's a crazy movie visually it's stunning so much of the mm-hmm. time it really leans into being gory and sexual and bizarre like mm-hmm. it, it it is it is it is ringing the bell on all these categories mm-hmm. really hard I it, th- the three things that is promised in its title it is delivered. Mm-hmm.
0: absolutely it's paid. i think uh something for me with the self-harm that's depicted Went from the trailers I had seen of this and from everything I had heard people talking when they mentioned self harm. I thought it was going to be like self mutilation in hopes of getting the weapons, yeah. I but no one ever does that, yeah. Anytime a weapon is found, it's actually because of something someone else did to them, yeah. So, which is like fine, that's I also mean, fine. Goth
1: Guy did rip the top of his head off, though. That he, was kind of uh... he
0: did rip the top of his head off, but he did get the wound. Initially. Yeah, I
1: mean, she, she, she—I don't know—she started that particular Pez dispenser. <laughs> like, the shots in this film are usually very good. They do some interesting things when action is happening. Mm-hmm. They sort of do pretty sudden cuts, not like not like they did in *Here Comes the Devil*, where there's like kind of a slow zoom in that doesn't let you look away. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is pretty instant. The way they speed up footage sometimes mm. and make people look... Frantic. Frantic and crazy is pretty cool. The The tone of the film is mm. kind of...
0: It's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's like
1: cold. It's a little all over the place. Yeah. It, I, I think cold nails it, though. It's this brutal future world where things fucking suck and advertisements show people as being so joyous partaking in these just... Violent, these mm-hmm. ultra-violent activities it's, towards themselves and others. Yeah, I mean thematically, like shit. I don't, I don't even hundred percent know what to say about the themes in this movie.
0: Oh, I mean, I think this movie says a cab. Um, yes, and other than that, and I, I know, like, especially at that time, but still, like, you know. Police suck everywhere. Yeah, there's no such thing as any good police officer in any good in any country, especially
1: not privatized. Yes, Holy God, shit. fuck
0: the private police. Yeah, I mean, we don't need to get on that right and now. Our
1: public police aren't exactly accountable to anybody, but
0: uh, and yeah, I mean, yeah, we,
1: we. It ends up being pretty misogynistic it's yeah. like i don't know it never comes out and it's like uh oh, women are inferior or anything but it i like,
0: do think it just, it's trying it, to do that i think it's, it's just being made by a man
1: yeah it's 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 just kind of dripping with it you see you see it's it's touch all over the place
0: oh yeah um there's not really any woman who's not sexualized there's not really uh, mama
1: a little bit
0: a lot a Only little the
1: bar owner and she like, she's compassionized, I, I guess. Well, like, she's that,
0: also put in, like, a motherly role in the yeah. film. So, of course, so, they're not going to sexualize someone they mm-hmm. see as a mother.
1: Yeah, and, like, that's the other role a woman can play. Mm-hmm. Like, the police dispatcher, who is my favorite. She's mm-hmm. fucking absolutely manic, wild. Very fun. Brutally cold. And, uh, like, she's a great fucking element of the film who does not come up after her last, like, kill everybody order. Which is kind of funny. I yeah. thought that maybe she should have been the Naginata girl, but the, like she doesn't look like her. It's not the mm-hmm. same woman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's cool. I like her. Yep. <laughs> she was... It's just... Uh...
0: Yeah. I mean... Um, the The misogyny was a hard part for me in this one, yeah. but I don't think it was like built into the themes of the story purposefully yeah it,
1: it was not intentional it's but it's it's there
0: oh yeah it's absolutely there it was uh very hard at times for me just like and i watch horror movies like i can see misogyny misogyny in a film and like talk about it yeah but it, it i'm like
1: it's hard to address in this yeah it's everything's hard. hard to address in this it's a oppressive movie
0: absolutely like we said last week was a feel bad movie and i think this is a feel bad movie too i don't know what
1: i feel right now it's fucking crazy i
0: it's like bleak um it's really bleak it's bleak
1: in such a manic way Mm -hmm. in such a over-the-top crazy way it is so Fucking bleak.
0: Uh, You're going to hate it when I say this, but you know what really kept popping up in my brain while watching this movie? Hit me. Uh, Was Repo the Genetic Opera.
1: I mean, I hate Repo.
0: I know you do. I know that Like, if I could do an
1: (laughs) anti-recommendation, it would be for Repo. Fuck. Repo
0: is another movie that takes joy and, like manic murder and violence and there are multiple times that I was like feeling those vibes from it. Um, I
1: can get that. Uh, The the difference is that uh, this movie has good music and uh it was strangely devoid of of any music that isn't just total ass.
0: It's playing in my head now because you mentioned it so. I can't
1: I could not recall a single song from that it's don't don't do this to me, don't you <laughs> fucking Derek Carver.
0: Um, yeah. So that that kept coming up. Um, you know, if this is a movie that you are interested in, and you've heard everything we've had to say, and you feel like you have to watch it, and like
1: I watched this in my early twenties, and I think for me that was that was the right time to watch yeah. this movie. I had sort of the capacity for everything in this movie. Uh, It was also like a different time. Yeah. And if you have that kind of energy, then like, I think you could get a lot out of this. It's fucking crazy. Like, like watch this with your fucking friends and have just like a weird fucking time in a conversation after it.
0: We had some good, like call out, like silly things throughout the film. I just think it was so much and so continuous that by the end of it, yeah. it left us kind of drained.
1: There's there's no breaks in the movie, mm-hmm. so we had to make them. Yeah. Partly because the movie was buffering. But um yes. it was like i i can i can give this movie part of a recommendation and i i don't think i could watch this movie again, but i think i could still say that i kind of like it. Yeah. Which is the lowest rating that i've given yet.
0: Yeah, i i think that this movie has value for sure but I don't think I liked it I don't think I liked it I definitely can't see myself watching this again and I can't really see myself recommending it to anyone
1: I think it'll be a minute before we take another dive into like Japanese grindhouse style
0: absolutely like that that was a little bit harder for me um, but, um, do we want to, do we want to get into these recs? Yeah,
1: for sure, for sure. We both, uh, it took us a minute mm-hmm. for both of us to come up with the recommendations for this. Yeah. Like, we normally have it within the first, I don't know, 20 minutes of the yeah. film. Yeah. Uh, but this one took us a little bit longer, but we both have recommendations that are going to be, you know, if you liked this movie, mm-hmm. or if you want to watch a movie that's similar to this movie, but mm-hmm. less, um
0: challenging yeah um and why don't you go first i i want to say i don't think that my movie is less challenging um i do think differently
1: challenging it's differently
0: challenging uh have you seen american mary i have it's been a number of years oh yeah it's another um if you liked the body mutation slash augmentation in this film if you liked the like gore from this And if you want something that has maybe a little bit more of a feminist message, um, this is about a medical school student who is having a hard time paying her bills. She um, goes in to a job to get a dancing. Basically, she's trying to be a stripper. um, And he's, like, giving her a hard time. It sounds like he's not going to give her the job. And all of a sudden... She is doing back alley surgery for this group. Mm-hmm. And she's making lots of money. She's doing really well with that. And then she is invited by one of her teachers to a prestigious event uh, wherein she is sexually assaulted. And uh, after that, it gets gory and it gets good. And it's like a, it is a bit of a rape revenge movie, which can be really difficult. I want to give that trigger warning mm-hmm. up. Front, um, but I love what she does with it. And it has Catherine Isabel from Ginger Snaps, a movie we already covered. Oh,
1: yeah. A movie we really enjoyed.
0: Yes, I love her.
1: Wish I could remember it a little bit better, but I think I can also give American Mary a pretty hearty recommendation. Mm -hmm. Uh, My recommendation is going to move further down the campy line. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you wanted to see something that's still going to be wet, and that's still going to be kind of manic. Uh, I think that a movie that balances these themes way the hell better. Uh, and it's just a whole fucking bunch of fun Dead Alive. Yeah, that Holy was... Holy shit, watch Dead Alive. Mm-hmm. It is an absolute romp. It is comedic. It is funny. Comedic and funny. Uh, yeah. it, 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 it's wet. It's brutal. Uh, is there... Uh, shit, is it? Is is it? It's kind of a zombie movie, a little bit.
0: It's kind of a zombie movie, plus the practical. It's all practical.
1: Oh, it's all practical, and the practical effects in it are just marvelous mm-hmm. to to behold.
0: Absolutely, it's
1: an absolute blast, and it's, uh, God, if I, won't, I like, I wish I kind of had it in front of me right now mm-hmm. as a as a fucking come down from this.
0: Oh yeah, I am definitely going to be doing a a come down from this once we're done recording. Yeah, fuck
1: man, it's been like two hours since we finished the end of this movie and we're it's still kind of kicking our ass a little bit yeah I, if yep. you want if you want a movie if you want a movie that does that find Tokyo Gore police somehow
0: ah uh, uh, so next so? week we are gonna be covering another movie that's actually kind of hard All right, uh, good. hard in a different way but still kind of hard um, week after. <laughs> Can we do something soft? Yeah. Let's, Fuck, man. That's going to be your pick. <laughs> three so. weeks
1: in a row? This is... this is a, I, I don't want to call this your pick. This is our recommended. Yes. I think recommended should go between our picks. Okay. I think that that's a, a good way of doing
0: it. That sounds good. Yeah. Um. So our recommended movie, uh, a couple of episodes ago, Sam, mm-hmm. uh, our number one fan, asked us to either do It Follows or... Uh, the Invisible Man 2020's Invisible Man and since our theme is usually one of us has seen it and the other one hasn't um we're gonna be watching The Invisible Man which I I have not seen Jay's first watch so
1: very good things about it and I'm looking forward to it as much as I'm looking forward to another hard horror movie
0: yeah we'll have stuff to say I'm sure so
1: yeah the week after Carver please suggest a horror
0: movie that's a little bit less brutal. I think that we can do that. I think we can do that.
1: (laughs) If you would like to email us and uh, get us your recommendations, which we are only too happy to do, then you can hit us up at carverandj.spookyandgay at gmail.com. Saul, do you need to scratch right now? Right now, Saul? During the closer? Right now, Saul? Right now, Saul? (laughs) Yes, he does. Uh, (laughs) Or uh, check out our Twitter... At uh, spooky underscore carver. Look at
0: the pumpkins we carved. We're so proud of them. Yeah. Well, have a great week. Have a great uh, after Halloween week. Yeah. And we'll see you then. Yeah. Bye. We did it.